AM 570 KLAC, 98.7 KYSR, HD2. Los Angeles. Available anywhere using the iHeartRadio app. AM 570. In LA sports icon. Fred Rogan is here tonight. Decades on your television covering Los Angeles sports. Fred Rogan, huge in Los Angeles. The Dean. I'm the Dean. Fred Rogan. Weekdays before Petros and Money. A USC All-American. USC's Rodney Peterson. An NFL quarterback. Absolutely perfectly delivered by Rodney Rodney Peterson. Available on the iHeartRadio app or on am570lasports.com. This is Rogan and Rodney. Let's go. Fred Rogan, Rodney Pete on AM570 LA Sports. Bad, ugly, disappointing, gut-wrenching, devastating. What else you want me to say? Keep going. Keep going. Uh, Rip your heart out. Stomp on you. It was bad. It was bad. And Rodney, I want you to... uh, Rodney walks in today. (laughs) He just comes right through the door. And he says, do you think it was like this last night? Use the analogy you used. It, it, it was like, what did I say? It was like your kid g- getting ready to get into an accident. And it's happening in slow motion. And you know it's happening. And you can see it happening in front of you. But you can't get there in time. You can't get there in time. And you're watching it unfold. And it's just your heart is pounding. Because you know the outcome. And you can't stop your kid. And it was it was just like that. And I think 50,000 people in the stands were feeling the same way. You know, you're hoping for the best. You're hoping that car swerves, Fred. You're hoping that car sees him in time. You're hoping that the, it's not going to be that bad. You're just hoping. <laughs> It was terrible. <laughs> just hoping. You're just hoping that he recognizes what's going on and moves out of the way. Okay, but, so the question yeah. becomes, with your analogy, who's the driver? Was Kenley the driver? Was Dave Roberts the driver? Who's the driver? Kenley was the driver. Kenley was the driver. And Dave Roberts Dave, gave him the keys? Dave tossed him the keys to drive. <laughs> <laughs> Dave gave him the keys to drive. I told him to be careful out there. <laughs> be careful out there. Watch for ongoing traffic. <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah. know why. Mm. I thought when he went out there last night, I thought, no, he'll be fine. No, be honest with you. What did you think? I really thought, no, he'll be fine tonight. I swear to After God. After the day we had yesterday, yeah. the calls we took yesterday, what we talked about yesterday, going into last night's game, and 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 then witnessing, okay, nice bounce back game for the Dodgers. Walker Bueller. I mean, that's another topic we got to talk about because he was unbelievable last night. He was, he was dealing. He was on fire. He was, you know, for most part of that game, he was unhittable. Um. So you're feeling you're feeling good, but when and then Trinan comes in. Did what he had to do. Did what he had to do. But when you saw Kenley warming up, first of all, when you saw him warming up to get ready to go to the night because they, they shot a cutaway and showed him in the bullpen warm. what did you think? Come on, honestly, what did you think when you saw him warming up? Honest to God, I thought last night he was going to be fine. Like a Hollywood ending. He'd be mm-hmm. fine. He'd be out there 
going to be great, no problem. Get him out of the inning, get get his his legs back. People would get off his back. They'd beat the Giants and they'd move on. I actually thought he would be okay. <laughs> Once I wow. saw him throw a couple of pitches, I thought, "Uh-oh, he is now driving in the car and I can see what's happening here." And I don't think I can help him. I think I think it's too late. He's too far down the street now. And then, oh, God. Sheldon Noisy didn't help anybody. It was a play. The game would have been over. All you got to do is kind of extend yourself, get the ball to be a force at second. Yeah. Let's get out of here. You turn into a first baseman at that point. Right. Let's you get know, out of here. Stretch and, you know. That's kind of fundamental somewhere. baseball. Right. Get the ball. Mental mistake. He's the guy's letting the second. I said he's safe. Yeah, he's safe. What? What are we even reviewing? It was, it was actually hard to believe they called him out. Yeah, on the field, he was safe. All right, then go. Ah, damn it. Okay, we're all right. We're okay. Uh, it's a little iffy now, but we're okay. Let's just get this guy, and we're gonna be fine. The check swing. Mm-hmm. At first, when the umpire said that he didn't go around, I thought, yeah, the umpire's right. Of course, the replay pretty much indicated the umpire was wrong. Right. Which caused Dave Roberts to get more upset than any moment in his tenure as Dodger manager. When he threw his hat. Yeah. That, oh, God. Yeah, I'd never seen Dave that mad. Maybe uh, one other time is when when he almost got in a fight with the uh, with the, the Padres' old manager. I forget the guy, what that guy's name was. But he's he almost got in a fight with him for doing something I don't know. But I I I can't remember when seeing him that mad. Way threw his hat basically to the pitcher's mound and and went off. But it was like that to me because everything that whole ninth inning was happening in slow motion, and I could not speed it up, Fred. I could not get back to real time. It was it was painful, painful. And I'll tell you, I I saw because here's what I thought. Because there's two trains of thoughts, and I get about an hour-long argument with my wife last last night, Holly, about why is Kinley in the game and why is he, you know, why did they put him in there? But I I, I get because as as a, and I get Dave as, as mentality as a manager as an athlete, you want to get right back on that horse, right? You have a bad night the night before, you got to get that bad taste out of your mouth. And in baseball, you can do it better than any other sport because you play every day you play every day and you can just do it get back out there and now two days ago is forgotten so i get that part of it but i also we've seen people grumble at kinley and just be upset at i don't think we've heard the booze like we heard two nights ago you know i don't think we heard to that level of frustration where it turned into real booze by the majority of the crowd like we saw a couple nights ago so in that respect, I was like, okay, maybe he gives Kendley a few days to kind of just, okay, let's let's get that behind us. We'll, we'll, we, you won't close for the next three or four games, and we'll we'll bring you back again. But just take a seat and just chill for a minute. But no, he got him right back out there, right back on that horse. So again, I understand the mentality, but but man, you talk about I, that was, and you can look and see on his face, Kendley's face, that he felt a lot of that pressure. Last night, I mean, it, it just—he was taking every. It, it, the pitch count for every batter was high. Uh, felt like every batter was three and two with eleven pitches to him, 
and just wasn't on his game. And the look on his face was, and I said this to you, the look on his face was he was pitching not to lose. Instead of to win. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Here's Dave talking about Kenley afterwards. You know, that play at second base, um, if we stretch, uh, he's out. The game's over. Um the, the check swing, the game's over. And I don't think we're having this conversation. You know, he was going to be down tomorrow regardless. So I, I don't, I'm not reconsidering his role. Yeah, because Dave, Dave has told us many times he's a patient man. He considers that a strength. Mm-hmm. Now, understand this. But uh, here's the thing. I think you are having that conversation. I, I disagree. Because he didn't look good. Even if Noisy gets the out and it, with the stretch, still was a little shaky. Right? So I, 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 I still think you are, man, he did not look, we got, we dodged a bullet if they come away with the win. Say the check swing gets called and noisy stretches and gets the guy a second. It still was an uncomfortable, it would still have been an uncomfortable win. So you are having that, not in a, in a loss conversation, but you'd have that conversation and man, Kenley, I don't know. I don't know. Reconsidering his role. I'm not reconsidering his role. Not reconsidering. He is a patient guy. He said it's a strength. Uh, and, and know this, before the season started, the, the plan was, we're going to give Kenley the ball, and we're going to see what happens. Now, he was basically lights out in the first half of the season. Okay, he's had a couple of clunkers here. Maybe what you do is you hit the pause button, give him a blow, give the ball to Trinan, roll him out there, let's see what he does, and then... All right, we'll reevaluate again in a couple of weeks. It's not, it's a big deal, but it's not that big a deal if you just make this change. It's yeah. really not. The one thing, Rodney, and I think you nailed it. It looked like he was trying not to lose. Yeah. You know, and as a guy that played, yeah. you understand what that means. Yeah, you can't play that way. And you can, and certainly can't pitch that way. Uh, you have to go out and, and play and and let the chips fall where they may. And if you go out there trying not to lose, and the same thing, you, you got you can't go out there trying not to get hurt because th- then you get hurt. So, and, and just there was there was a little bit loss of confidence in his eyes as things started not to go his way, and you could feel it coming. It was again, it was like the slow motion effect. Like you feel this. Oh, not again, not again. Here we go, back to back nights. Oh no. Please no, and it, and it just it it happened. It happened. But you can't play that way. Yeah, you you got to go out. Whether you're good, bad, ugly, you got to go. I'm going for it, and and I'm going to give you my best. And we win, lose or draw, I'm coming at you. And but it didn't feel that way for me for for Kinley. Uh, then there was a the question of should Dave have made a move with Kenley out there, and all of a sudden now now you got a problem, right? Yeah, his pitch count is high. He's and, not and looking good. He's not he's, looking sharp, right? He's not looking sharp. Yeah. He's throwing the ball all over the place. He, he, he wasn't looking sharp. Do you have somebody up immediately? You know, we'll let him go one more batter. Right. If that doesn't go our way or he doesn't look any crisper, we've got to make a move right now. Now, the downside of that is you're devastating his confidence. You send him out there and then you go get him mm-hmm. before the inning's over. You're devastating his confidence. But on the other hand, if you're trying to win a game, would you have made a move and gone and got somebody? I think Bickford was up throwing. Mm-hmm. But but late. He'd not right away. Right. Right. Well, you can't have the yeah. guy. 
You send in your closer. You're telling him you're confident. And he looks out to the bullpen. He's throwing one pitch and there's some guy warming up. You can't have that. That's the closer's role. You can't remove that confidence. You, you can't send doubt to him. But, okay, we know he's not real crisp now. Should they have had somebody up? I think so, yeah. And at that point, you can't worry about somebody else's confidence and play the mind game thing. you got to play the reality game thing. Look, Kenley, you've struggled. The last three outings hasn't been good. Hasn't been good. So we're going to have two guys ready to go. So the moment you, you know, and you're not telling Kenley this, but you as a ball club and as a manager, you're saying, oh, yes, we're going to have somebody throwing because we have to win this game. We're up 3-1, and, and, and we got a little cushion, so any sign of a little trouble, we may get you out of there. You're not telling him that, but you, you're preparing for that scenario. And – and at that point, you can't worry as a manager I, I, and the coach. I don't believe you can worry about what it's going to do to Kenley's psyche. Kenley's not a rookie 19-year-old kid coming up and this is his first season pitching. You know, he's a veteran guy. He should understand the reality of the game and where he is. And so if you're going to let, you know, one of your teammates warming up in the bullpen, you know, damage your psyche or your confidence while you're on the mound, then that's a problem too. Uh, the game could have been over on that check swing where Dave ran out of the dugout, threw his hat, and then really had his say. Never seen him that upset, and he was upset after the game. There's a lot of people that are really pissed off, and um, I'm leading the way. Um, you know, we should have won that game, and, and it's the game that uh, we, we really wanted, we had, and um, we didn't. Yeah, and then who who are you pissed off at? What are you pissed off? Like, where, where rank where you're pissed you know, uh, yeah, a lot of people are pissed, but where are you pissed? Are you pissed? Are you pissed at yourself, maybe, for putting Kenley in that position back-to-back nights? Are you are you pissed that you didn't go get him at the first sign of trouble? Are you, you know, are you pissed at Noisy for not making the proper baseball play in that situation? Are you pissed about the check swing, all of the above? I'm sure, but are you pissed at yourself? Are you pissed at Kenley for not coming through? Um, Bellinger, Bellinger. I mean, where are you? Where are you really pissed? A lot of people are pissed, but where are you pissed? I guess maybe that was should have been the follow up question. Rank the order of guys or people that you're pissed at. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, but it's it's look, it's again, it's it's one game. It's one game. It's baseball in light of it, but it's it's a huge game when you throw in that you're battling you're you're battling a team that you're fighting for the division lead and it happens on your home turf that's that makes it even worse you know and and it happened back-to-back nights slow motion Fred it was slow motion if you missed any of Rogan and Rodney you can podcast it on the iHeartRadio app Rogan and Rodney AM 570 LA Sports Oh, oh yeah, it's Friday, and in this particular Friday, we certainly don't care. We're coming with it, and we're going to let you come with it, too, taking it all in. Yeah, we'll open the phone lines. Gotta take the good with the bad, Fred. Uh, I guess it's who do you blame, right? Yeah. (laughs) 
Dave Roberts said he was pissed. You couldn't have said it any more eloquently. The question becomes, who's he pissed at? Well, let's try to get some answers. The home of the Dodgers. With an inside look at the Dodgers, this is the Vasse Report with David Vasse. Brought to you by Navian Tankless Water Heaters. Well, Dave, good afternoon to you. Oh, hey, Fred. What a surprise. <laughs> Wanted me on again today. No, no. We told you yesterday we'd want you on today. Rodney made a great point. Uh-huh. And, and, and I don't know if you heard it or not. Usually does. Yeah, he, oh, thanks, Dave. He did in this situation for sure. We ran that soundbite of Dave Roberts saying he was pissed. And Rodney asked this question. Who's he pissed at? Is he pissed at Kenley? Is he pissed at the umpire? Is he pissed at himself for putting Kenley in? Is he pissed at Noisy? For not making a baseball play? Is he pissed at Bellinger for taking a step up before the ball went over his head? Dave, who's he pissed at? Uh, it looked like he was upset at the uh, first base umpire, Fred. Yeah, but if you look a little deeper into it. He <laughs> looked like he was upset. I mean, here's a dynamic that nobody's talked about. Not only is it Dodgers-Giants, they're fighting for first place, but the other dynamic is Dave Roberts is the manager of the Dodgers. There's no secret about it that Gabe Kapler was the runner-up to that job. And also, Farhan Zaidi was part of the Dodgers' front office and a big part of the Dodgers' front office when Andrew Friedman took over. He's now with the Giants, and he's built a first-place team with the best record in baseball. So there's this inner working of rivalry between these four guys. And not only do the players want to beat each other, but more importantly, the manager and the front office people want to beat each other. So that's why tempers boiled over, I thought, in this series, the way the Dodgers lost those last two games. Yeah, and no, I, I agree with you. When it's, uh, when it's a rival team, it, it just it enhances everything and it heightens everything and, and the games feel like, you know, matter more. And you know how it is, David. No matter what the record is, when you play the Giants and the Dodgers and Giants get together, there's always something to it. Um, but this in, this year, you know, kind of feels like going back to the old days when both teams were were vying for playoff spots and, and both teams were good and, and this is this is what the way we like it. But when you talk about piss... Rodney, unfortunately, the difference is these days uh, front office people feel like they're more important True. than the guys that play between the lines, and that's where the rivalry comes in. Yeah. And honestly, it's the players' game. It's not the managers or the front offices, but that's the dynamic in this situation. No, I get it. No, I, I 100% believe that. It's it's the manager and the players that are that are doing it. And when you when you do have those front office people that kind of kind of want to get themselves and throw themselves into the rivalry, um, they're not playing. You know, it's kind of like Jerry Jones coming clean about, you know, he messed up the Jimmy Johnson situation because of Eagles got his ego got involved. But when I'm talking about pissed, um, where do you see most of it going? Yes, he's pissed at the first base umpire. Um, where else do you think when he was saying he's pissed, Dave, that he is directing that at? Yeah, I, I think he said not only himself, but the players were upset. And I think it directly stems from that that play in particular where they felt like they were wronged by the first play, first base umpire. And also I'm sure, he, you know, he pointed out and never named him by name, Sheldon noisy. He said, we didn't stretch at second base. Well, we is one guy, Sheldon noisy, who just got called up. He had a guy by the name of Billy McKinney in right field last night. 
Yep. He had Sheldon Noisy at the end of the game at second base. These are part of the biggest differences between the Dodgers and Giants. The Giants are missing all four of their starting infielders, and the players that they have to fill in outperform the Dodgers players that fill in. And I think that's the biggest disparity, and I, I think all of that boiled over for Dave. I don't think it's one specific thing that he's pissed off at or one player. I think he was just upset at the whole situation and the way it went down the last two games. Dave, Dave, do you think that uh, I, I thought about this, was thinking about last night, even before it happened and, and Kenley started warming up to coming in, that there are a couple trains of thought. Do you, do you try to right back out there and just say, hey, is baseball, you got you have a short memory, let's, let's get him back out there and get that bad taste out of not only his mouth, but everybody's mouth? Or do you, hey, just, just let's sit back and take a couple days off and then we'll regroup? Um, do you think there was any kind of thought to that, or it was just no question, we're in a situation again tomorrow night, we're going to go with Kenley? I know he said that, but do you think that there was any doubt or any question that they would say, maybe we'll give him a couple days off? Not at all. The way Kenley has been pitching for the majority of this season, especially before the All-Star break, I mean, that's what we're talking about here. Because before the All-Star break, hitters were only hitting 100 against him. He had converted 22 of 24 save opportunities. And since the All-Star break, now he's blown three. So I, I don't believe there was any question last night going into the game that you're going to bring Kenley Jansen in for the ninth inning. But I do agree with you guys and fans that called Dodger Talk after the game last night that it's not just about Kenley and making him feel good. It's the team's game. And I was a little surprised once he gave up the tying run on a walk to Darren Ruff that he didn't come out of the game. But uh, I don't. I think you're playing armchair quarterback when you say he shouldn't have brought in Kenley Jansen last night considering the way he, he has pitched for the majority of the season. That being said, Dave, given the way he has pitched for the majority of the last three outings, uh, you give him, a, give him a break here and just try to let him get his legs back Yeah, he's back getting a break. Yeah, but no, I mean longer no, than one game. he's getting a break. No. He's your closer. He's the closer. He's just had a bad run here. By the way, do you know how many uh, blown saves Craig Kimbrell has this year? How many? Four. Do you know how many Kenley Jansen has this year? Five. There you go, Fred. Yeah, I mean, he, he is your he is your closer. There's bad stretches and then guys that, you know, go hitless for – Three straight games, four straight games. You're not taking, you know, Mookie or, or Justin out of the lineup. I mean, you you got to play with the guys that you went into the season with, especially if they're healthy. I I, I get all that, um, but here's the thing: it felt like to me, Dave. It felt like Kinley was pitching not to lose last night, as opposed to going out pitching aggressively to win. Yeah, that's fair, especially after Wilmer Flores got that base hit. He really wanted to get him after what happened last night, and I think he let that affect him. So I agree with you. Uh, he started to overthrow. It looked like he was aiming more than pitching, and it kind of snowballed on him in that ninth inning. But he hasn't pitched well since the All-Star break. That's obvious, but uh, I don't think you get that confused with removing him as being your closer. Uh, what about Cody Bellinger? He's still struggling, Dave. What do you do with him? I mean, Fred, that's the dilemma that I just mentioned. Who's better than Cody Bellinger? Who are they going to put out there? 
you have to keep riding him. He's a great center fielder. He does a lot of good things out there, and you're just hoping that he gets the bat going. But who are you going to play instead of him? Are you going to play uh, Luke Rayleigh or call up DJ Peters or call up Zach Rex? There just isn't anybody, unfortunately, at this point in time. You know, it, obviously, as you pointed out, the Dodgers really wanted to win that game last night for, for the reasons that, that you stated. Uh, now Colorado's here. How tough will it be for them to kind of recover from that series with the Giants? Oh, very easy. The Rockies are a bad team, so they'll be able to recover really easy. He's not, they're not very good on the road either. I believe they barely have 10 wins on the road. So, yeah, I think they'll be able to recover nicely. This is just what they needed before they go back to San Francisco next Tuesday. And Dave, you know, going back to Kelly, he's such a likable guy. Uh, we all we all love him. And and then when you talk about from a team standpoint, we saw the last couple of nights that you know Julio pitched well, and Walker Bueller was dealing last night. Um, and I, it just feels like the Dodgers are that team though that doesn't allow you know those guys or any situation like that to to affect them negatively. Look, I. I play. I used to be in Detroit. I used to hear our team a lot of times, but our defense was terrible, and we score forty points and lose. That our defensive guys, our offensive guys, were yelling at the defense for, that they couldn't stop anybody, and it was a lot of locker room infighting. Um, you've never felt that or sensed that from this team when when they've lost things in the back end, especially after outings that we've seen from Walker Bueller and Julio the last couple of days. Do you? No, I'm sure they're very frustrated because that's what makes this tougher to swallow the last two games. Julia and Bueller did their job and were able to get deep into the games and hand the ball over to the bullpen, and Kenley couldn't hold those leads in the ninth inning. And that's what makes it tougher, especially last night. You don't lose. Walker Bueller starts at home after the way he pitched last night. So that's what makes it a little bit more difficult and frustrating. And for the first time in a long time, honestly, guys, and when I say in a long time, I mean years, uh, the Dodger dugout lost their composure in that ninth inning over the frustrations of uh, what was going on. So they, uh, that, was, uh, that was very telling that they let, they let all that get to them. All right. Well, Dave, thanks for coming on as always. We appreciate the time. All right. All right, Fred. All right, Dave, thanks. <laughs> Love it. There he goes, David Vassay. Uh, all right, Rodney, so what question do we want to pose to our listeners? What do you know. think it should be? I don't know. Hey, you can just throw it all in a hat and figure it out. But uh, I, I think it's the blame game, Fred. It's the blame game. Who are you blaming? Who do you blame? Who gets the bulk of the majority of the blame for, for last night? Or even maybe the last two nights. LA's best sports talk weekdays noon to three. Bogan and Rodney. From the block, now we're sniping on the ass like Somalians. Oh yeah, it's uh, anything goes. We don't care. Friday, Rodney Pete, Fred Rogan. Tough night last night. Tough couple nights, but tough night last night for sure. We've said our piece, Fred. We've said some things. Now we want to hear from you. We want to hear from you. All right. So the deal is. Who do you blame? Who do you blame? Okay. Who are you blaming? All right. Let's do it. Ian in Fullerton. You're on AM570 LA Sports. Appreciate you holding. Go ahead. Hey, Fred Rodney. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, for people to put the blame on Noisy or even the check screen call, they're awful takes. Bottom line is the game should not have gone as far as it did. 
blame goes solely both on Roberts and Jansen, more so Roberts for putting him in the game, especially what happened the previous night. Jansen had two outs and just couldn't close it out. He gives up the double to Solano, who was 0 for 4 against Jansen, and then walks the batter, next batter to load the bases. It's not like we don't have options. We have Trinan. This need to just automatically go to Jansen the ninth because he's the closer, or how Vesey mentions constantly, because he is the all-time save leader, is just ridiculous. He's been inconsistent for the past four years. Switch it up now and then. All They've right. wasted both great pitching performances from Urias, Wednesday, and Bueller last night. Thanks, guys. Ian, thanks for the call. Let's go uh, Roy and Thousand Oaks. We're lit, by the way. Our lines are lit. We're <laughs> lit. All okay. right, go, go ahead, Roy. I thought Roy. you were looking at me and said I was lit. No, like, well, oh, okay. no, actually, I thought I got, you were not uh, lit today. Other, other than uh, the horrific performance by Jansen, my God, he couldn't even hardly throw a strike. I'd cite like a days ago play. Taylor feels the ball. He's looking at the runner close. He put nothing on that throw. He, he like a days ago. And uh, Bueller's up there that's supposed to bunt. He put the bat on the ball one time in a bat and took a third strike right down the middle, which would be an easy pitch to bunt. What is- Roy, thanks for the call. 866-987-2570. Well, I guess there was a lot of blame to go around in Roy's mind. A lot of blame. A lot of blame. Okay, let's go Gabriel and Rancho. Gabriel, go ahead. Hey, guys, thanks for taking my call. You know, it, last night, I, I don't even know where to begin with as far as the frustration. I think when you pick apart a game, there's a lot that you can point to and say, well, we lost the game there. But it, it, given Kelly's performance the last few days, and we, he's blown three saves now in the last week, I, I think you've got to give the blame to Doc. I know Noisy messed up on that, not stretching, standing there like a statue on the play at second, but... I think not having anyone ready in the pen when Kenley starts to get into trouble there, I think that's a, you know, that's a big problem. And I think, you know, I, I, if, I'm a, if I'm a ball player for the Dodgers, I want to play for Doc because he seems like he's a complete player's manager. So I, I can appreciate that, but it's to a fault. When he's sticking with Kenley, when he knows that he's struggling because he wants to, have, you know, quote-unquote, have his back, I think that's going to hurt the team. And I'm sure it hurts, you know, when they see him coming out, I'm sure everyone's you know hyped up for him. And they want to see him do really well. But when you see him start missing the zone and you see him give up the hits, you know that he's not he, he's not in his groove that he's been in. You know, Gabriel, thanks for the call. Yeah, eight six six nine eight seven two five seventy. I think that that was a, a point that we had talked about, Fred, and he makes a good one. That at this point, you can't worry about the feelings of seeing somebody warming up in the bullpen or having somebody get ready once you're out on the mound. you got to have somebody ready because you can tell early on whether or not he has his stuff and Kenley has his stuff, and he clearly didn't have it the last couple of nights. So have somebody ready. Raul in the IE, go ahead. Fellas, what's going on? All good. Know, How you doing? Uh, pretty good, man, pretty good. Been a while since I called, man, but I uh, just wanted to say real quick, you know, what's the definition of madness? You guys already know the answer. You know what it is. Insanity, there was a caller huh? yesterday who uh, who called and said, Dave Robots. And this guy, if he had me rolling with it because of the fact that this guy is really robotic with his moves, man. You got a guy who's struggling, not once, not twice, but three times. And like the other caller said, there's nobody warming up when you got him in the bullpen and you know what's happening, you know what's coming. You guys were harping on the fans for booing. The crowd was up. They were cheering. They did everything they could to get this guy to get get through it, and it, it didn't happen. You know what I mean? Do the same thing over and over. It's madness. Madness. You're expecting different results, and the same thing happens. I mean, come on. Some of the blame's got to go to Dave Roberts. I know. I know you guys don't like to hear it, but it is oh, what no. it is. You're right. I. I. We said it. He's, he's got to take some of that blame. A lot of that blame. Raul, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Let's go, Patricia, and Noho. Hey, Patricia, what's up? Hi. 
Don't we remember from the World Series last year when he wasn't put in? Yeah. I mean, don't we remember that? Yes. I remember it. So do I. Yeah. He, I can tell that he doesn't have the stuff that he had before. And if he, you know, if he pitches in against a bad team, then that's one thing. But, you know, they're good now. And he just, you know, I mean, it was ridiculous to not have any. Well, it was ridiculous to have him out there in the first place. But to- Thanks for the call, Patricia. Appreciate that. And we're not trying to uh, cut people off, but once you make your point, we're trying to move on because the board is lit. And we're not going to do it for the whole show, so we want to get as many people on as we can. Uh, Vanessa in Garden Grove, go ahead. Hey, guys. I just want to say real quick, I think the blame goes around everywhere, but we are not going to beat the Giants with three runs. Like, the hitting has been awful, but that's my biggest thing. Like, yeah, the blame goes around the dock to Kenley, you know, to a noisy on second. But regardless, you know, with, like, runners in scoring position, we've been terrible. We're not going to do it with three runs. Appreciate the call. That's a fair point, Rodney. Yeah. Got to hit the ball. And that's been a that's been a thing all season long. We haven't been able to score runs. And and we, you know, we were – and maybe it's because we were so excited about the lineup before the season started, and then the injury hit, and it hasn't been that potent lineup that we thought it was going to be once the season got going and got underway. And we're not scoring runs, especially with runners in scoring position. That's a good point. That's part of the blame, too. Robin Downey, go ahead. How's it going, guys? Thanks for taking my call. Uh, yeah, what Roddy just touched on right now, the injuries. You know, noisy's in that game because of injuries. Um, you know, we miss Seeger over there. We miss even Lux. He's, he's a nice second baseman as well. Um, but I just want to touch on the point with Kenley Jansen when he walked uh, on the uh, check swing call. That was a perfect time to bring in Bickford. I hope Dave Roberts told something to uh, Bob Guerin. And uh, I hope there was some kind of communication there, whether or not to keep Kenley in. But I just thought right there was the perfect moment to bring in Bickford with the stop and play. Rob, appreciate it. Here, yeah, you could have made a switch, but and and Rodney, I touched on it earlier. You disagreed, but you played, so you would know better than I would. You know, if we're giving you the ball and saying you're the man, you're going to be the man, win or lose tonight. We're going to go out there and just see what happens. We're going to try to get you out of this funk. But as you said, and it, it, there's a nuance to this as a manager. You know, you could tell looking at him, yeah. he was trying not to lose instead of trying to win. And at that point, and you got to sense that. And I'm sure Doc did. But I'm going to stick with the guy because he's our guy. At that point, maybe you go, not tonight. You just don't have it tonight. Mm-hmm. Then again, if you take him out after he's had a couple of bad outings in a row, you know, you're not showing much confidence in them. Yeah, I, that's that's the tough tightrope you got to walk as a manager. Do you are, are you playing with? Because so much it is confidence. So much it is playing with confidence and playing, you know, playing your game and and being able to go out there and be free and easy and and let your ability take over. And when you're starting to doubt yourself, then nothing bad. I mean, nothing good can happen after that. All right, let's go Robert in Long Beach. Thanks for holding. Go ahead, Robert, and we're happy to take your call. Hey, guys, thanks a lot. Um, you know, as much as I hate to say it, the blame's got to go on Roberts. You know, this is the consequence of why he's such a great manager for this team. He gives guys chances. He lets guys, you know, express their confidence. But 
it's gone too far with Kenley Jansen. This isn't the this is like a fifth or sixth time we're having this conversation. His time as a Dodgers closer is done, and this this pitching rotation is loaded full of guys like Joe Kelly, who'd be a fantastic closer in a, in a place like Hollywood. Oh, no, Joe no, no, Robert, 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 everybody, hold on now. No, 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 no. First of all, movie. couple of yeah, we we might not know how that movie ends. Couple of things. First of all, Kenley was terrific in the first half of the season, so I don't know if you can say. His time as Dodger closer has come to an end because he was really good. We have to give him that. And second, Joe Kelly is an adventure. When Joe Kelly pitches, it's the Joe Kelly adventure. You don't know what's going to happen. That is the last guy I'd want out there where you need two outs in the ninth. He might hit two guys before he gets an out. So I don't know about that. Uh, But thanks for the call. Really appreciate you listening to the show. Uh, Let's go. Joseph and Pomona. Go ahead, Joseph. Hey, how you guys doing? Uh, if you do the numbers, I'm a math guy, okay? Kenley, seven earned runs in one inning, 63.0 ERA. The two starters, uh, Julio and Walker, 1.25. Now, real quick, I sat five rows up from home base when Mickey Lolich pitched his second complete game in the World Series against the defending champion, St. Louis Cardinals. Mickey, three wins in the World Series against the world champions, three complete games. Now, I know it's different, but really, did you see the reaction from Walker when he had that one pitch for a single, and Roberts yanks him, and Kenley's in there for 32 pitches? Yeah, and that ball almost went, went, that ball in center field almost went over the wall. Are you kidding me? Walker was pissed, and I would be too. I know we're not total old school. I get it. I get it. The game's changed. Well, hold but on, really? Joseph. 63 ERA? Joseph, hold on a second. Thanks for the call. Rodney, what do you think about Joseph? Well, I, I look, I, I said this. I think I said it to you off the air. Yep, that's right? why I, said, I stopped that's, him right there. Yeah, because I'm with you. Go, go back. Let's go back to where starting pitchers go complete games. Um, let's bring that back because I want to see the Oral Hershizers and the Roger Clemens and Bob Gibsons and Don Drysdales of that era. The guys that when they had it going, they were finished. There was no stopping Walker Bueller last night. Uh, when, when he was he was grooving and he was on his game and he could have gone another inning and a half, I, I would have you know just because analytics say third time, fourth time around the lineup that made the, you got to also feel how a pitcher's going. And if he had it going like he had last night, I would never never ever be opposed to letting a guy complete the game. That's not the ball game like you said it is nowadays, but I would do that if I'm man, I'm letting my guy go and finish it out, especially if he's working like that. Chris and Irvine, go ahead. This team is very slow. We can't manufacture runs if we have a slow team. We're very white as well. Jackie Robinson will turn over in his grave. We can't get brothers on the field to bunt and steal. Come on, let's oh, wake Chris. up, Los Angeles. All right, a couple of things here, Chris. A couple of things. First of all, you're assuming that uh, the only way you can steal a base is if you have a brother. The no. only way you can no, you can, we can't get some brothers on the field to bunt and steal. So you're saying the only guys that can run are brothers or can bunt. So you can't do that. You can't do that. Second, you can make this argument as well. You can make this argument as well. Cody's the fastest guy on the team. That's why he's in the lineup too. Right. If I look around baseball, I see, just being honest, a lot of white guys. I, I see them on a lot of teams. So I don't think you can base this on the color as to why they're so slow. Cody Bellinger is one of the fastest guys. So is Chris Taylor. Yes, but you have to know how to steal a base. Well, that's different. That's a different conversation. No, that's a different conversation. 
do the Dodgers run a lot? The answer is no. The whole league doesn't run a lot, though. Yeah, that that the baseball has changed. Yeah, I understand, but but baseball doesn't steal anymore. I mean, that, the whole the league doesn't play that way. They don't hit for averages anymore. It, it, the game has changed in that respect. So um, the Dodgers are are no different than most teams around the league. Chris, thanks for the call.